All right, people, here we go. And before we dive right into the Boom Boom Room and the recaps of the things that I just listed for you all, we want to spend a special shout-out and a volunteer prayer up for Tony White, the wizard, who's battling leukemia right now. Uh, he can surely use your prayers. Um, Tony White was a mentor and a legend that always came back to the game and um, always came back to the University of Tennessee and gave us love and, you know, showed us, gave us little nuggets to the game. So uh, prayers are powerful. So, people, if you can, say a prayer for Tony White and his family uh, through, this, through this stage of leukemia that he's going through. So, salute to you, T. White, the wizard, the one and only wizard, lighting scoreboards up everywhere. All right. The recap of the UT-Georgia game, UT jumped out on these people 96-50 to 50 to open up the SEC season. Uh, that is 46 points for people that, you know, don't really like to do math. I'll do the math for you. 46 points. A whooping <laughs> right there in the bowl, in Thompson Bowling Arena. That's what we expected. That's what we got. I don't know if we quite expected 46, but a nice dub, a nice nice 20-point, 20 20-piece 20 20 win. That, that would have been suffice, but we'll take 46. Um, during that game, you had the Vols led by Grant and Admiral, both with 18 points. Grant had eight points and five re – I mean eight rebounds and five assists to add an Ad Admiral Schofield added six rebounds. A huge performance by Jordan Bone. Ah, oh, excuse me, Jordan Bowden off the bench with 20 points in 23 minutes. So when we were talking last, we were trying to figure out will Lamonte Turner not back into the lineup um, and not healthy right away. Would Bowden succeed in his role coming off the bench and giving that that spark and that fire and <laughs> It looks like to open up SEC play, he did. 23 minutes, 20 points, I'll take it all day. Kyle Alexander was challenged by Coach Barnes to see if he could turn his game up another notch. And mostly on the defensive end, um, concentrating on defense and rebounding. And um, Coach Barnes, I believe, told him that the rest would handle itself as far as the offense. And I think Kyle Alexander responded. He answered the bell. From Coach Barnes with 12 points and 14 rebounds. A career high coming out. So 14 rebounds is saying a lot. That's that's uh, for you guys that are not familiar with basketball too much, but love to hear the Ron Slade's take on the Boom Boom Room. Four, uh, rebounds, they are equivalent to 50-50 balls. A 50-50 ball would be a, a ball that's rolling on the floor. We call it a loose ball in basketball, and either, either team has the chance to come up with the ball. So it's 50% theirs, 50% yours. Whoever gets it, you have right, uh, right um, to the ball. So your opportunity is 50%, depending on what your effort is trying to get the ball. So I look at rebounds in a sense the same. It's just 50-50 balls above the rim because rebounding is all effort, and Kyle Alexander showed that. Went out and got 14 rebounds. All 14 players entered the game for the UT Vols. And we also got our first sighting of Lamonte Turner in SEC play. Just in time. He was in action, played 15 minutes, and had six points off the bench. One for three from three. So a good outing, a good confident outing. Gave us another chance to get Jordan Bone a rest. Um, so he wouldn't have to handle all of the responsibilities of running the team, playing defense, getting guys in their position, and, and also uh, the scoring load, you know, when um, keeping teams honest. So that is another privilege that we have to have Lamonte Turner back 
and getting getting down like he is. An outstanding performance from the short from the start to the finish for the Vols. This was coming off of a Tennessee Tech victory, and that was an interesting victory coming off of a Christmas break. So you don't want to you don't want to use that as a a, a a trap game, but it was more of a warm up game for us, and we got to see what that warm up did going into a team as physical as Georgia. Georgia does have a, long, a lot of long athletic players, and they rebound very very well in the SEC. I mean, in the pre conference leading up to the SEC, so they handled that business, and it was um it, it was a sight to see right there in Thompson Bowling. This was not what was expected from a Tom Crean, a Tom Crean team um, as far as Georgia. Tom Crean is uh, the coach that was at Indiana and I believe didn't get a fair deal. He left and went on down to Georgia. And you give him two or three years, and I believe he'll have his guys intact and playing Tom Crean-type basketball. You know, uh, Tom Crean is an excellent coach. It's just something else trying to fill the shoes of a Bobby Knight. You know, that's, that's very difficult. We also saw that with Mike Davis before him, and Mike Davis led those guys to Sweet 16 and Elite Eight and still got a raw deal. So some some shoes are, are, are harder to fill than others, but Tom Cree will do an excellent job down at Georgia. He has a young nucleus, and those guys, uh, we all we did um, actually hold Rayshon Hammonds, uh, their leading scorer, to zero points and four fouls in 16 minutes of play. So <laughs> so the ball the balls are getting it done on – the offensive end and getting it done on the defensive end. So to go out there and put up 96 points and to hold the, your opponent to 50 points says says a lot. You know, you, you're getting a lot from both angles and teams being locked in. The number people, 615-794-1950. Talk with us. Call in. I'm right here in the Boom Boom Room, and I'm just giving you a rundown and a recap of the Georgia game followed by the Missouri game, and then we're going to look into the swamp. I got a story or two for you all about the uh, Florida Gators, my, my, my travels down to the swamp, especially when they were loaded. When they were loaded, you know, um, it was a different type of Florida team, a different type of field. You had a Billy Donovan. You go down to the O'Connell Center, and the, the fans are on top of you. It's a hot box, and I don't care if it's the middle of the, middle of the winter. You go down to Florida and Gainesville, it is a hot box, and it is jumping. You can tell from when you go out to warm up, the people are holding up signs. They're talking about your mama. They're talking about your grades. They're talking about what's cool. So you got to get everything in order when you go down there. Your grades better be up to tech, uh, up to par, and, and your game better be up to par if you want to go down there and press them guys um, down there in Florida because they were known to bring it. They were known to bring it. Um, before I jump into that, let's touch on – the Missouri game, um, going to Missouri, facing Conzo Martin, you know, a former UT guy who, who um, led UT, I, I believe, to the Sweet 16 If I'm before he bolted and went to Cal. Could have been the Elite Eight, if I'm mistaken. What would you think about that wheel, wheel from the view? Was it Elite Eight or Sweet 16? It was Sweet 16. I, I, I thought that Jerron Maiman and those guys, Jordan McCray, he had, he had a nice mob too now. Josh Richardson uh, with the Miami Heat right now. Uh, Jordan McCray got a, wing, a ring with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jerron Maiman, I did see, was sitting behind the bench. So I, I, um, I think he's on the staff with Coach, uh, Coach Martin up in Missouri. And I, I think that um, Missouri has taken on his characteristics. You know, they're a gritty team. Um, 
They, they, they like to fight it out. They like to muck the game up, make it scrappy. Uh, they're they're going to guard. They're going to defend. And he's going to have a guy that can put the ball in the hole. He's going to have a guy that can put the ball in the hole, as, as he did for UT and as he did for Cal when he went to Cal and um, had Jalen Brown. He had Jalen Brown there, the, uh, the kid that plays for the Boston Celtics now. So let's, let's look at the tail of the tape and a recap of the Missouri game before we dive into the Florida Gators. The Vols went on the road, their first SEC opponent on the road, shot 53.4% from the field, held Missouri to 36.8% from the field, which was fantastic, you know, uh, especially with Conzo wanting a slower, a slower game. The Vols were able to score 87 points. Pretty impressive. And I'll tell you why that was impressive in just a minute. But let me run down the rest of the tail of the tape. Um... They shot 36.8% from three. Us being UT went seven for, what, 19. And Missouri shot 36.4, going eight for 22. Free throws. Um, we, we, we did a, a great job of knocking down free throws, 18 for 21, going 85.7% from, um, from the charity stripe. Missouri, 65%, going 13 for 20. We out-rebounded them 38 to 29. Assists. Kind of down in that area, considering where we usually are, um, being top three in the nation in assists, if not number two. I believe we're ranked number two. You can all, you all can, can check that, fact check that, and call in if you want to, 615-794-1950. Call in on the Boom Boom Room and correct me if I'm wrong. It's always it's always able to get a refund on your drink if your drink ain't right. If I give you a drink and it's wrong, come on back, call me, I'll give you a refund. That's the same thing for my comments. You understand? It go hand in hand right here in the boom boom room. So right here we had steals, UT five to three, blocks six to three in favor of UT, and turnovers, beautiful for us. Right there at eleven. We want to stay somewhere between nine and eleven. If we stay any higher, that's that's we're in risk of losing. Any lower, I don't think we're taking the chances that need to be taken on the offensive end as far as getting the ball up in transition, um, taking shots, and taking guys off the dribble. So I, I, I can live with that. The Vols were led off the bench again by Jordan Bowden with 20 points again in 26 minutes, shooting 7 for 12 from the floor. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of rim-rattling dunks from Jordan Bowden. Very impressive because I told you all in the beginning, the boom boom room is not limited to the bigs. The guards can come down there and bang, throw your elbows, get a little gritty if you want to. And that's what Jordan Bowden did. Strong interior performance by Kyle Alexander, who, if I remind you, was challenged before the Georgia game by Coach Barnes. And he stepped up with 14 high, 14 rebounds with a career high. He matched that and did one better. In the Missouri game, finished with 14 points and a career-high 17 rebounds. So, so, so before I – you know what? Let me go on to finish this up. Hold on. Schofield finished with 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists. Another steady performance from Jordan Bone, who doesn't fly under the radar anymore, with 17 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. And Lamonte Turner, a nickname of Hot Pocket this year. Lamonte Hot Pocket Turner. Because when that ball touch it, it's good as gone. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's good as gone. The man came off the bench and sparked a 24-2 run when we were down 10 to the Missouri Tigers. So, 
all the questions on Lamonte's shoulder. Is he going to come back? Is he going to help us out? Is he going to be able to shoot the three and strike it up and get us rolling? I believe it was answered. The man went three for four from, from three. <laughs> and all key buckets. Now, mind you, I told you it was impressive we scored 87 points. Why was it impressive we scored 87 points? Because Grant Williams fouled out. Yeah, you heard it right. Grant Williams scored only four points before fouling out the game. Now, granted, I always say the depth is big for us, and it, and it showed. They didn't miss a beat. Early in the season when Grant Williams fouled out against Kansas, kind of went cold for a second, kind of got a little stagnant. Admiral Schofield ended up taking over in overtime to keep the game closer, but uh, I, don't, I think we were looking for an identity at that time. But I think it was found. Everybody knows they have to step up. You can't just key in on one guy. Grant Williams did a terrific job, and also Kyle Alexander on the defensive end by filing out Tillman, who was a huge part for the Missouri Tigers. He leads them in scoring and rebounding. Jeremiah Tillman at that. Um, so he ended up filing out of the game um, on an offensive foul. And I think this, is right, this right here is what triggered um, the, the momentum of the game. It was early in about the 18-minute mark in the first half. An uh, elbow was thrown on, on uh, Tennessee's defensive end uh, to Admiral Schofield. It was broken up a little bit. So, it was a little slight skirmish just to let them know that Conzo's mucking up the game, you know, and we want to we wanna, uh, hit them in the mouth and see, see what their response would be. So, coming back down, it was another foul called. So, the ball was being taken out in front of Tennessee's bench um, for Missouri. And – the kid, Jeremiah Tillman and Kyle Alexander were battling for jockeying for space before the ball was inbound, before the ref handed the ball to the, to the player. And during them jockeying for, for space, neither one wanted to give up any, any kind of space. So Tillman put his forearm in Kyle Alexander's chest. Kyle Alexander politely looked at the ref like he can't do this, and the ref came in and broke him up. Right then and there, Alexander was in Tillman's head. The ball was inbounded to Tillman. Tillman took a power dribble, dropped his shoulder into Alexander's chest. Alexander falls, gets a charge. Tillman rolls the ball at Alexander. <laughs> Offensive foul and tech. Tillman's going to the bench. Right then and there, Mr. Moe shifted into our favor. We were down 10. Lamonte Turner came in the game. And guess what, people? The rest is what they call history. 87 to 63, the balls prevailed right there on the court. Um, against a pesky and um, improving, improving Missouri team. Um, I think I, we ought to see some great things in there, of those guys. I could see them finishing at a strong seventh or eighth in the SEC, um, but it, it'll be interesting to see how they do on the road. Um, right now, what we're going to do right here in the boom, boom room, we're going to get ready to take a quick break. I'm going to come back, jab you a couple of times with the uh, Florida stories that I got for you. Then, followed by those Florida stories, I'm going to tell you what I think the prediction is for those guys. UT, the number three team in the nation, to go down there and steal a victory. And then we're going to follow that up with Jordan, the football guru. Right now, you can follow us right now, Ron Slade, 35 Instagram, right here, Ron Slade on Facebook Live. Get in here, people, 615-794-1950. Full service insurance brings you the Boom Boom Room. We'll be right back. 
Boom Boom Rooms brought to you by Full Service Insurance. Good guys, Johnny Pratt, Paul Pratt Jr. Y'all stop by there and see them. All of your insurance needs. Right here in the Boom Boom Room, let me give you a quick take on the number three Vols going down to Florida. Going to be a tough battle. And Florida's not that hot right now. They are Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But when you go down to Florida and you're playing in the swamp, anything can take place. Anything can take place. I, I can attest to that. My only game, and this is a nugget for you all, you Boom Boom Room members and, and people out there listening. If anybody was wondering, man, Ron Slay had a great career at UT. He was on some great teams. Put up a lot of points. Florida was my only game at Florida my freshman year not scoring. I believe I went like 0 for 5 or 0 for 6. But the talent we had from top to bottom was some of the best in the country. And the guy I was playing behind, my guy, Isaiah Victor, shout out to Isaiah Victor, um, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, great, UT, great, number 44. Um, he, bailed, he, bailed, he bailed us out. Double overtime game. Uh, Isaiah Victor got a shot, uh, got a rebound on the left block in front of UT's bench and shot a fadeaway that dropped nothing but the bottom of the nets. And when I tell you it's no better feeling than watching the Florida Gators and their fans, the Rowdy Reptiles or whatever they call themselves, it's no better feeling than walking out of that gym with your hands raised and they jaws drop to the bottom of the ground. It's no better feeling than that. I'm telling you right now. Because, man, when you come out for warm-ups, them people are on top of you. I remember. <laughs> and this is my boy. Shout out to Terrence Woods, man. Salute T. Woods. I think T. Woods came back in the locker room and asked me something, man. How did they know that about my family? Somebody had wrote something on a big a big poster board and was holding it up. It was something about T. Woods' family. And he was like, man, how did they even know that? And right then and there, he got welcomed to the SEC basketball, man. They are relentless, cutthroat at your necks. You better have tough skin going down through there. Another good game, man, was in the Bruce Perra era. Um, Chris Lofton and those guys, but uh, a leader on that on that group was Dane Bradshaw, an undersized forward, and he stole a ball um, at the free throw line, spent, and I don't know how he did this Iceman Gervin layup because Dan's on Dan's Dan's only got a Dan's got to be like six two six three, but a scoop layup in traffic, and it dropped and they won that game, man. They got out of there with a victory, so. And some great memories, man, about playing the Florida Gators. They had some great teams. Udonis Haslam, Brent Wright, Donnell Harvey, Brett Nelson. Uh, the list goes on and on. Major Parker. Uh, the list goes on and on, man. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a great rivalry. And um, I think all Vols that, that play for UT in basketball or football or Lady Vols look forward to spanking the Florida Gators. I'm, I'm just going to keep it all the way honest with you. So the tail of the tape, very quick, before we get to Jordan, the football guru. Um, UT's coming into the game with a nine-game winning streak. Florida's on a one-game winning streak. You know, uh, they're led by Kevon Allen, averaging 10.9 points per game. Grant Williams is leading us in scoring. Eight, at six expect that game to be up and down. Boom, 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 brought to you by Full Service Insurance. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit. 
I told you people when we first started the Boom Boom Room, this is not just a platform for me. It's a platform for all things sports. And if you feeling iffy or you want to get in here and get your opinion in, you you feel free to stop by the Boom Boom Room, contact me, or call in 615-794-1950. We are taking calls. Right now, we're shifting our focus right now to football, NFL football, because the playoffs are here. We just watched college football finish up with Clemson taking down Alabama in a, a fabulous fashion. Go Vols. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. We are going on to the NFL. And right now, I have my football analyst, Jordan. What do you got to say to the people, Jordan? You want to say hello to them? Hello, people who are listening around the world. I'm Jordan, the football guru, and I'm here to talk about the NFL playoffs. There we go. So now you hear the voice of Jordan. So if you're wondering, now wait a minute, who's this guru that they talking about that, that they everybody been talking about? This is Jordan, the inter, the internet sensation. Wait a minute, now we got to figure out who this is. And you hear that voice, and he like, wait a minute, that sound like a kid. Mm-hmm. You're right, people. This is a kid. Jordan, tell the people how old you are. I'm eight years old, and I'm getting ready to be nine in a couple of weeks. Eight, getting ready to be nine in just a couple of weeks. So, boom, boom, room members. Y'all welcome Jordan right in here. Yeah, glad to have Jordan here, man. Much love. Thank you for coming in, Jordan. Thank you for sharing your time with us. So, we want to dive right into it. In the AFC, in the AFC, who do you have playing right now in the AFC coming up? Well, we have Indianapolis and Kansas City coming up, and we also have New England and L.A. coming up. Okay, so there we go. That's our AFC matchups. You got the Colts and the Chiefs going at each other on Saturday, and on Sunday you have the Chargers and the Patriots. Jordan, tell me, who do you feel will win that Indianapolis Colts in that against Kansas City Chiefs matchup? Well, I think the – Colts will win because Andrew Luck has been playing kind of good. Okay, you, you know what? And and you're right about that. And and I'm going to be honest, Jordan. I really I really can't stand Andrew Luck because I don't think he's that good. But, you know, I've been on record of saying that, so i got to be a man about my word. And when I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. So uh, um, I, I've told your, your father this a couple of times. Will from the Ville, I was wrong. Okay, you got that? That's on that's on tape. They can, they can book that. Okay, so Jordan, tell me. Between the Los Angeles Chargers and the New England Patriots, who you got? Well, I think the Patriots are going to win because the last time they met was in 2017, and the Patriots denominated them. <laughs> when I give up now, now boom boom room members, I say I say I say now boom boom room members, listen to me. The young man don't got no paper in front of him, <laughs> and my paper don't say nothing about this. So we're going off Jordan word, man. I, I don't know if he, I don't know if you got somebody that's whispering in your ear. And telling you what's going on, but I know I put them headphones on you. So I know ain't nobody talking to you. And I know our producers on the board, they can't be talking to you. Because they cheating if they are. And I don't see no mic. You know what I'm saying? So, Jordan, I, I like that answer. So let's go to the NFC. What's our NFC matchups? Um, we have the Eagles and the Saints and the Cowboys and the Rams. Okay. All right. That's our, on Saturday. You got the Dallas Cowboys going versus the Los Angeles Rams. And then on Sunday, you got the Philadelphia Eagles. Versus the New Orleans Saints, the favorites right now. So, joining that Dallas Cowboys and Los Angeles Rams uh, game, who, who you got winning? Well, I got to go with the Rams because Gurley is going to be hurt, but they're going to have to try to do it with or without him. Mm-hmm. That is, that's big right there. I like that, Jordan. I like that. So, 
you heard it here from Jordan, the football guru. He's going with the Rams, with or without Gurley. You know, either, either you bring your lunch pail or you leave your lunch pail at home. The work got to get done. That's what you're telling me, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, in the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New Orleans Saints, who you got and why? Well, I got to go with the Saints, but the Eagles, they do have Nick Foles on the field. Okay. So, if we got Nick Foles on the field, that's not Carson Wentz, but Nick Foles did win the championship for them last year, correct? Correct. Okay, all right. So, what you feel about what did you feel about the Saints? Well, Drew, so, some of the wide receivers for the Saints have been doing good. So is Drew Brees. Yeah, that's, this is very true. So, you not who you 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 sure you you want to go with the Eagles in this? I got I got to because they they're gonna have to do it with or without wins. Okay, now guess what, people? I ain't doing nothing but trying to trip. I ain't trying to do nothing but trip Jordan, the football guru, up. If he thought he was gonna come on here and I wasn't gonna ask him no questions behind his answers, that's where he was wrong at. Hey, man, this is the Boom Boom Room. It's brought to you by Full Service Insurance. This is Jordan, the football guru. You want to tell the people bye? Bye. All right. And we also got another guest in here, Ronald Slate Jr. You want to say bye to the people? Wait. Oh, I got one. All right. Ron doesn't really want to say bye. But I have to go. Okay, say bye. Bye. And guess what? Don't, don't forget to subscribe and click below. And everyone's like me. Hey, there you go. Subscribe and click below. Wherever you are. This is Instagram. You can follow us on Ron Slate 35 on Facebook Live. We appreciate you coming in the Boom Boom Room. Shout out to you all, people. Prayers up for Tony White. Vols taking on Florida this weekend at 5 o'clock tomorrow down in the O'Connor Center. This is the Boom Boom Room. We're out of here.